This is the Momentum Podcast. 100% of businesses need to pivot right now. In the previous episode of the Momentum Podcast, Alex went through a framework to determine whether your business needs a minor, a major, or a absolute pivot. In this episode, he's going to show you how to create your pivot plan. This plan is going to help create certainty and clarity for you, your family, and your business. I hope you enjoy. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Here's what I shared yesterday. Um, Whether you should be doing a minor, major, or absolute pivot in your company, and the way that you determine that, whether it's minor, which is usually just, you know, that your avatar has stated, and this is how you determine it. If the person you're helping and how you help them has stayed the same, in this crisis, then you're probably doing a minor pivot. If the person you're helping and the way you're helping them is no longer valid in this crisis, you're going to have to change how you're doing that. You're probably making a somewhat major pivot to a very major pivot. If the how you're helping them and who you're helping is going to be permanently affected by this crisis or affected so long that you don't know that your business is going to continue, you could be planning or creating an absolute pivot, which is doing like changing everything. And so uh, yesterday I explained that in detail today. And then the way that you, you understand that is by looking at your client centric mission, which is a four part framework for, for us. It's who are you going to help? How are you going to help them? What's the change you're going to make and how will you know you're successful? So for us, that sounds like we help visionary entrepreneurs who can't turn it off and want to make a contribution as much as they want to make a living. Uh, and we help them by showing them the tools, the frameworks, the systems, the structures they need to grow their business in any market. And the change we want to make is that they stop trying to manage. They step into leadership, get into a passenger seat and grow their companies as fast as they wanted to. And we will know we're successful when visionary entrepreneurs come to us and we help them build empires. And for us, the, the challenge we had is that the entrepreneurs we were serving originally had shifted significantly from we were working with successful entrepreneurs and we ended up having just entrepreneurs who were now challenged by the market, who were having a really hard time with what was going on. And that was all that was coming towards us. So in our business, we had to make a pivot and we had to make a, a somewhat major pivot. And so here's how here's how we decided to do that. We looked at our client-centric mission, who you're going to help, how you're going to help them, what's the change you're going to make and how we know you're successful. And that's also how you, and that's, that's how, what guided the degree of pivot. Now here's how you create your plan. See, once you understand how you're going to change your business. And so, and I'll share a few with you. 
Uh, so, you know, we, we work with an ads agency with Emily Hurst. She, she barely had to change a lot. She did make a pivot. She adjusted her messaging because now ads are less expensive. But a lot of the people she worked with, she's still working with the same people. Not a big change there. We had our, our market had shifted significantly from we were working with entrepreneurs that were growing a business. Now they're challenged. We had to make a major pivot in our business. And then we know some people like Molly Kaiser, where she felt like her business, Boudoir Photography, uh, training was going to be effective for so long that she should just make an absolute pivot, try doing something else. Now, how you build that next part of the pivot. Now, once you've decided whether it's going to be minor, major, or absolute, we use a framework called the five core functions of your business. The five core functions are lead generation, lead nurture, conversion, the act of conversion, delivery, retention, resell, and upsell. And Here's why I always tell people that all of our systems are crisis ready systems because everything we do is minimum effective dose. It's about figuring out the answers fast. It's about understanding what to do next. It's going to give you the highest probability of success. And it's about being able to do it on the fly like we need to as entrepreneurs. You know, here's one of the big challenges out there today is that there's a lot of people coaching entrepreneurs that the only way you can make decisions is in a two day offsite meeting every 90 days and you have to have an entrepreneur in the room. We would never create that type of codependence or that type of vulnerability in a planning system. See, ours are lightweight on the fly. Like if you need to make changes in a crisis like this, we take people right back to the same planning systems, systems we always use. The client-centric mission is what guides our entire planning system. The who are you going to help? How are you going to help them? What's the change you're going to make? And how will you know you're successful? And then the way we have people decide what they're going to adjust in their company is always the five core functions, whether you're in a crisis or not, whether it's a, a month that's like every other month or a month that where there's a lot of things that are changing. We always use this same model, the same framework of looking at lead gen or lead generation, lead nurture, conversion, delivery, retention, resell, and upsell. Here's how we use it. We have our clients score from one to five, one not being the best, five being the best. Where are they in each of the categories? And, and in our program, there's actually frameworks and there's more details to this. But doing this even on the back of a napkin is an extraordinarily easy way to say, this is how I should create my pivot plan. You, I, you ask, how much do I need to shift lead generation? How much do I need to shift my nurture strategies? How much do I need to shift how I'm converting? How much do I need to shift delivery? And how much do I need to shift how I retain my clients, how I resell my clients, or how I retain my clients, how, how I uh, resell, and then how I upsell? And so if you're in a situation where you're making a minor change like Emily did, where she noticed that she actually had more people coming towards her. So this is an opportunity for her. So the pivot for her is she's increasing how much she's reaching out. She's actually talking about how inexpensive advertising is right now, how now's the right time to, to get on, to come in and, and get online, to do more on Facebook, to buy uh, more ads. And so she's actively uh, talking to this new avatar. And so that ch shifted her lead generation, that slightly shifted her lead nurture. Her conversion was about the same. Her delivery is really about the same. They now really share a lot more numbers. And I think they've, they've reinforced their delivery methods a little bit. There was, they felt maybe there was a little liability there. And then her, her retention, resell, and upsell is about the same. And so 
in a crisis like this, she did not have to make a ton of adjustments. Now in our business, what we found was nine out of 10 of the people that were coming to us who we had been helping before, uh, now we're in a crisis. And so we needed to add a product. So on lead generation, we're now talking to, to clients that we never had before. We're now working with people who have just started up a product. And it, when it comes to lead nurture, we've added a lot of messaging around talking to people who are going through transition because we know all of our clients are. And we're also um, talking to a new avatar, an entrepreneur who's been successful and now is trying to navigate a pivot with a previously su successful company and needs the systems, the frameworks, the tools to be able to do that with a high level of certainty. That's what our frameworks are about. That's what the five core functions are about. It's about making better decisions with a higher level of certainty that this is the right decision out of those available to me. And so if you consistently evaluate your business like this by looking at lead generation, lead nurture, then conversion for us shifted. We now had to sell a lower price product. We were doing all of our conversion on a high ticket phone call. And now we shifted to now we also have a webinar. If you want to join it, it's clarityduringcrisis.com. If you haven't looked at our marketing recently, you can see there's a lot of movement based marketing there. And there's a lot of very timely marketing uh, for this crisis. And if you're selling a product in this crisis, it'll help you understand it better. And so the reason I'm doing a, a webinar where it's all about clarity, understanding the crisis, knowing how to move forward is I want to be known as a solution in this crisis. I want to be, I want people to know that we can help them move forward in this crisis. And so we've shifted lead generation, lead nurture conversion. Now delivery, we've shifted from one-on-one -on -one at our, our, other price points to now it's in a group delivery. And so we've created a whole new product. We've had to shift the five core functions considerably. And now we're working on retention, resell and upsell. So now we have to have a new system to go from our 297 product to our higher level coaching products and know when we should be uh, promoting people and know how we should be promoting them. And so uh, when you evaluate your business like this consistently, when you have a framework through which you consistently look at your business, even in a crisis, like the clients that I have that made an absolute pivot, they go right back to the five core functions and they think, lead, how do I generate leads? How am I going to nurture? How am I going to convert them? How am I going to deliver? And how am I going to retain, resell and upsell? And you start with that as the framework, even for a startup, you need to start generating leads. And so, you know, you, you look at where are you weakest and you go from left to right. And so you start generating leads and you start nurturing them. And you start converting those that you can. You start delivering, you know, as you go through, that's how you start up a business. And so this framework, if you use it from when you from the beginning of starting on of starting up to over and over again with your team to guide decision making in your business, you will consistently make the right decision. If you use it to guide your decision making in a pivot, here's what happens. First, you evaluate your client centric mission and say minor, major or absolute. Then you look at your five core functions, lead generation, lead nurture, conversion, delivery, retention, resell, and upsell is what I'm doing in those five still valid for the person that I'm going to be working with. You look at what adjustments you have to make in the five core functions, and that actually creates your pivot plan. So that's how you create a plan to pivot where you know in advance you're going to fix the challenges that this pivot has created or this crisis has created in your business. And this is how you know in advance that the time and the effort and the energy that your, your team puts into doing what they do next is going to work. And this is a time in a crisis is a time to have a clear plan. It's a time to use a framework consistently and it's a time to have a clear, clear plan. You know, in crisis, when you look at any uh, 
profession that deals with emergencies, they have protocol for everything. They have a way they make decisions for everything. When you see a doctor or an EMT or a surgeon or someone who, who's in a consistent state of crisis in their position, when you see them reacting, they're always reacting within a protocol, within a framework, within a structure. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, when something like this happens, all of our businesses are affected and we start trying to make decisions based on gut feel, based on instinct. This is the worst time to do that. This is in a time like this is a time to it's, it's absolutely a good idea to think about your instincts and think about your gut. But you will improve your instincts and your gut feel exponentially by working within a framework consistently and letting your team help you and getting clarity. And then on top of that, layering gut instinct and or layering your, your gut and instinct, I do that. But first, it has to be, I need clarity. I need to understand what's going on. And so when you analyze your business using the five core functions consistently, you and your team look at the same five things, which creates the customer journey, which creates success in your business, which should be where you invest most of your time, effort, energy, focus, and cash to grow your business. And if you do this consistently and you improve those five, over time, you will have a, the business, a business that grows consistently and a business that delivers consistently to clients. And you'll make the right decisions over time because this perspective will tell you where to invest. And you're not just trying to do it by what feels wrong or what feels broken. There's a subjective measure of, hey, this is how we're looking at the company over and over again. Now, here's the one thing I want you to know about the five core functions. You're never trying to hit all fives. Whenever I share this with entrepreneurs, they think that's where I need to be immediately. What you really need to consider is where are you really and be conservative. And then that way you're making the decision based on being conservative in the five core functions. And then that is where you actually invest the right amount of time, effort, energy and focus because the lowest numbers is where you focus first. So you rank from one to five in lead gen, nurture, conversion, delivery, retention, resell, and upsell. And then you say, if you have a two in lead generation, you start there. And then wherever you have the lowest number is where you put your energy going from left to right. And then if you have a tie, you start from the left, move to the right. You improve one as you improve the next. It actually makes sense to do it that way. So again, as you consistently do this month after month, you're going to have a framework where you consistently invest your energy in the right way. Now, what our company does is helps entrepreneurs take, frame, take frameworks like these and others and consistently grow your business in a predictable way, even in a crisis. And by predictable, I mean you can create a plan and execute it consistently with your team where you will actually be able to start being able to predict what you can do in a week, then what you can do in a month, then what you can do in a quarter, and eventually what you can do in a year or multiple years. And by going through that process of understanding how to predict what comes next in your business using frameworks and the right process, structure and routine in your business, you will be able to predictably know what you need to do next. You'll anticipate who you need on your team. You'll be able to understand what processes should be documented, where your time should go. And what that results in is you being able to grow your business fast. So if you've been if you're trying to grow a business right now in this crisis, and the, the and what and you want to consistently grow that business you want that business to be predictable and we can help you do that by putting the right process structure and routine in place so that 
the business is so that you are you are clear on what you're doing. Your team is clear on what you're doing. There is no wasted effort and you are ready to move forward fast. So um, let me know if you're interested and you can go to claritydurincrisis.com. I'm doing a full crisis briefing. I've been a consultant for, well, actually since I was 21 with multinationals, so 26 years of consulting with businesses in one way or another. I've been through so many different types of crisis briefing. I've actually been in more than one virus briefing. Uh, H1N1, I remember sitting down for that long ago when I was running uh, an information products business. And then there was another one, I think it was Asian bird flu or something a while ago. But <laughs> um, I've been through a lot of crisis. And the first thing that I do is I try and figure out what's going to happen next and what is the most likely scenario so that I have an unfair advantage over the entrepreneurs around me. So it's not for me, it's not about politics or conjecture uh, or guessing what's going to happen next or conspiracy theories. Here's what it's about for me is what is the next most likely scenario? What's the logic and data behind it? What are the right organizations saying? And how do I take that information and use it to my advantage in a time where I want an unfair advantage in a crisis? Because this, this is a time where if you can create an advantage for yourself, you can get a tons of market share. And in crisis, businesses who grow, grow exponentially like crazy. I'm going to share a lot of that. Go to claritydurincrisis.com, register. And if you can't make it live, we will send out a replay and you'll also get on our email list. So you'll hear about any other briefings or trainings that I do. Uh, claritydurincrisis.com.